This is it, Space Cadets. You've reached part four of Eb- the Double X Files Fight the Future. Uh huh. Allison, how do you feel? Tired mostly. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, this is our little spiel to say since this is a little bit different than what we usually do, if you downloaded part four and you didn't listen to parts one through three, I want you to stop. I want you to go back. I want you to download those other three parts. And I want you to listen to them. Uh-huh. Right now. Because otherwise you're not going to know what the fuck is happening. We'll know if you don't listen to those. We, we, we oh, look. we'll know. We'll know. So go and do that first. And then we'll uh, we'll see you at the end there. Cool. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. I'm recording in Allison. This is the Double X Files podcast. Sometimes about the X Files today, Allison. We're talking about part four of Fight the Future. Fight that future. Fight it. It's bad. We hate it. Kick it in the face. Punch it in the balls. Future's really bad, Allison. Future's bad. So we're gonna past hate. also bad. Past present, <laughs> present bad. <laughs> Where we go? Where we go? <laughs> Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. But up or down <laughs> into space in Antarctica. Oh, which is where we start off this episode. Now, if you haven't listened to all the other episodes, I don't know why you'd start here. That when- seems weird to me. That's an odd <laughs> choice, friend. But hey, you do you. <laughs> Whatever. We start in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. We are watching the thing. Yeah, it's the thing. It's just the. It's a the thing cast now. What's your favorite the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I like the dog one. I yeah, the dog one is good. I like the the um shark. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder's driving a big old truck. I have. So many questions. <laughs> yep. So many questions. How did he questions. get to Antarctica? Did he get on a military flight? Did he get on a science flight? Number one, that's not cheap. No. That takes a long Don't time. Don't you need like a special passport? That's hey. not part of America. Hey. That takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Mulder's carrying a vaccine to give to Scully because Scully's a jelly man now. Well, to be fair, it says 48 hours later. I would give someone... A large amount of money if they could get to Antarctica in 48 From hours. D.C.? Are From you kidding DC. me? That's not possible. Do you not need some kind of, like, passport or visa to go to Antarctica? That's a good question. Do you it's, go through, like, it's customs? It's a different country? No. But it's not a country. Uh-uh. But it's not America. It's not America. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? What is Antarctica? What is what is Antarctica? What what am Antarctica? <laughs> oh, you know what? What? This is just round earth conspiracy theories. Oh. Right? Yeah. Because the flat earthers, they know that you can't get to Antarctica because there's an ice wall. You can't get there at all. There's none. There's none Antarctica. It's a, it's a flat ice wall. So this is just Chris Carter got bought up by big NASA and big government and big round earthers. And they're like, look, you can get to Antarctica in 48 hours. There's no ice wall. The earth is round. (laughs) How dare they try to brainwash us. We know the truth.
The truth is out there, but not on a curve. And not in 48 hours. Anyway, mole, uh, excuse me, I'm not a flat earther, don't worry. <laughs> Do I have to say that? Ah, might as well. Okay. I just, I'm interested in them. We find it fascinating. I do. I do find it fascinating. They're usually pretty harmless. <laughs> usually. Unless they're anti-Semitic, which a lot of them are. Well, anyway. then they're not harmless at all. <laughs> then that's the opposite That's of harmful. Being. That is harmful. Okay. So he gets to Antarctica. He climbs over the ice wall that mm-hmm. divides us and the other side of the earth. Takes 48 hours. Takes 48 hours. Where do you rent this big ice truck? Is it from the science station? Did he just, like, hop on a boat and he was like, I, I went through Hotels.com and I rented a truck as well? Please? I don't know. They had a compact available. I wanted a convertible. They're like, don't run over any seals. <laughs> Do you want orca insurance? <laughs> Those things come out of nowhere. <laughs> so he drives across the Antarctica. He drives uh, across the Antarctica. Road trip? And then he runs out of gas, so he walks the rest of the way. Okay. Now, there are many points in this time, in this place, in this movie, where I think, like, hey, uh, how he get back, though? Yep. How he get back, though? How he get back, though? Number one, his machine is out of gas. Mm -hmm. He probably came a far away. Yeah. How he get back, though? (laughs) <laughs> he, he not playing for that. Okay, well. Then. Just wait for helicopter. Helicopter, maybe? Uh, so he climbs up a hill and he looks over. He sees like five little science boobs. Little science boobs. Sticking up out of the ice. And he sees a hole. He sees a hole. Now, again, Mulder. 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 How are you going to get out of that hole? You go into the hole. How do you get out of the hole? Doesn't matter. Save Scully. <sighs> You know how buckwild it is to like he's walk he he goes through the Antarctic a- a- landscape and he finds a hole that's probably like hundreds of meters away from the actual like place he's supposed to be. Yeah, in. and he's like, I'm just gonna fit in this hole. I'm gonna get right in this hole. And he jumps in it, and an orca eats him. Because <laughs> guess what? Orca made that hole. Those fuckers come out of nowhere. <laughs> they were trained for this. You a seal? Don't matter. You come in that hole, he eats you. <laughs> anyway, he goes down a poop tube. <laughs> sure does. He slides, slip slides right down it. <sighs> and then what does he find? He finds a big matte painting. He finds H.R. H. Geiger. H.R. Geiger painted a big painting. H.R. Geiger puff and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> made, a, <laughs> made a world of possibilities. And then he slips slips down right into it. He slips and, and slides. Now, okay. Describe this, please. H.R. Oh, Geiger is a good way to start. Yeah. It is very much ma- Matrix. Yeah, it's like, you know in the Matrix 3? Three, 3. Is it, or is it 1? Where is it where you see the all I the peoples? Probably all three of them. It's, okay, so in the Matrix, when the, it's all the pods, right? It's the pods. You get out of the Matrix, you're not on the Nebuchadnezzar, mm. you see all the pods and the people in the pods, you realize, hey, I'm one of those people in those pods, and when I get the pod juice, that's me thinking I'm in the Matrix, but I'm not. I'm just feeding these machines. I have a question about the Matrix Tell pods. Tell me. So they're, the Matrix computers... Yeah. Are farming... This is a Matrix podcast now, by the way. Yeah. The Matrix computers are farming the humans, correct? Yeah. And they live off of the human pods. They need the human juice. But humans don't live forever. No. So how do they make them more humans? Do they make them fuck? 
Here's what I here's Wait. what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to write a letter <laughs> to Lillian Lana Wachowski. And ask her what the fuck. To say Wachowski scissors, do they make the humans fuck? <laughs> do they make other humans fuck? I think it's actually your Pokemon breeding system. They leave two humans in a daycare. <laughs> and then they get an egg. And then you get an egg, a human egg. You're like, that's not the kind of human I want. <laughs> so you try again. And you have one ditto human yeah. that just fucks everything. And then you get to feed them poffins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so the Matrix is Pokemon. So the Matrix made Pokemon to make us more comfortable with the idea of us being... Because when you play friend. Pokemon, that's in the, you're in the Matrix. You're, We're you all in the Matrix. Matrix. The Pokemon Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. I'd be okay with that. Uh-huh. 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 Anyway, that was my question about the Matrix. But now I have many quite more questions about the X-Files. So it's a big... It's like the Matrix pods. It's like a big thing. And, and there's just like green. a giant under the ice world. Uh-huh. And Mulder goes down into it. He's got Binox. He does. And again, uh, for a third time, he goes through these like... Rows upon rows of pods with all these green ooky jelly people in them mm-hmm. in the ice, and I'm like, how are you gonna get out? How, how are you gonna, gonna, get, gonna out? get out? Don't care. And he finds Scully's cross. He's like, Scully must be here. Yeah, she's naked now. They just undressed her and left her clothes there. Uh huh. Weird. <laughs> Perverts. <laughs> um. So they he finds Scully. Yeah. Is she in a pod? She in a pod. And he goes and he gets a th- he takes the thing so he can bash the pod open mm. and he bashes it right at face level, which seems inappropriate. You think? Well, Allison, where else are you gonna bash the boobs? <laughs> nah. Nah, 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 you gotta keep those intact, baby. You gotta just keep them mm, mint Ooh. condition. <laughs> Think of how her nipples must be right now. <laughs> Why did you just get so horny out of nowhere? <laughs> Welcome to the Double X Files, Allison. We're just horny for no reason. <laughs> we can't bash those boobs, though. Can't bash them. Won't. Face do whatever. Face? Don't care. Doesn't matter. Boobs? Can't bash them. Keep those babies pristine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he bash it. He bash it, and then he gets to... All the goo drains out. All the goo pot, like, ice water and... Ugh, gross. Yeah, and then she's got this tube coming out of her mouth. And he injects her right in the shoulder, which is a weird place, with the vaccine. Now, I'm not a scientist. (laughs) But is that how vaccines work? Like, instantly and... Against something you've already been infected by? Yeah. No. I have smallpox. Do I just get a smallpox vaccination and I'm okay? I don't know. Interesting. I guess it would be boring if she went through, like, seven stages of recovery, etc., etc. Yeah. Instead, that weird tube just shrivel up. Yeah, like my dick. (laughs) (laughs) When I see Mulder's face. Uh, That that vaccine did not have BDE. No, it didn't. Let me tell you. (laughs) So uh, she looks at him and she says, well, after he pulls the thing out of her mouth, she says, I'm so cold. And then he gets finally... Look at my nips. <laughs> they so go cool. Like a cut glass. <laughs> Smuggling raisins over here. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about Scully's breasts before. Really? It's been three years. That this seems... What? Last week, actually. What? It's been three years. 
Whoa. Since we started this podcast. Wowee. I don't think we've talked about her breasts. And we've never talked about Skelly. No, I feel like we must have. Uh, we must have. We must have. Us? Me? Us? You? Two horn dogs? <laughs> you know we talked about them things. Them sweater puppies. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel weird talking about it's like like talking about your mom's nipples. Like, Scully, we talk so much shit about you and we're objectifying you. Like like the the show is as well. Like makes, men do all the time. Yeah. So it makes me feel bad. <laughs> Uh, so he pulls her out of there and he puts yeah. a puffy jacket on her. Yeah, she okay. She she'll be okay. I mean, she's fine. And then the this is when uh, so upstairs on the ice, the smoking man is there. Yeah, he's there. And he a whole team of guys comes in and they're the, like, oh no, the starship troopers. Are there. Uh, yeah, and then they realize that he has vaccined their whole facility. Oopsie. And they're like, oh no, everything's uh, coming apart at the seams. Oopsie doodle. The aliens, they're very upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all these men have to scramble out and they get back on their big old uh, ice thingers. Yep. And then they drive right out of there. But Mulder and Scully are trapped because Mulder didn't think of an escape plan. Uh, and so they got to climb their way out of there and Mulder's climbing with Scully on his back and the aliens is waking up. Now, you said point blank that you do not think Mulder has enough upper body strength to do what he do. Absolutely not. Definitely not. Not at all. Whole, like climbing up with Scully on his back, that's wild. We've seen his otter bod. <laughs> we have seen that otter bod. We know. We know. We know he no bear. <laughs> it takes a real bear to do that work. He got that dad bod. <laughs> dad bod's built for, like, carrying five-year-old kids. Dad bods like... are for cuddling. <laughs> That's what my dad bod's for. Aww. Built to cuddle. <laughs> First I thought you meant cuddling with your actual dad, but then I remember you also have a dad bod. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of sweet. Okay, Allison. Uh huh. I had some horrid flashbacks. Please tell me from about my that. childhood when I saw this scene. Mm-hmm. And 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 space cadets. If you went to Disneyland in the late '90s, early 2000s, you might have these flashbacks too. When I saw those aliens mm-hmm. going 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 buck wild, uh-huh. getting crashing into the ice. Getting their little hands everywhere. Mm-hmm. I had a flashback to a Disneyland attraction that is now no longer because it was too scary for the public. Oh, my God. It was called Alien Encounter Extra Terror Restrial. Wow. That was the whole title. And you would think, hey, why would why would I take my 10-year-old to something called that had the word terror in it? Well, my parents are sadists. Tower of Terror. That's true. But I wasn't 10 when I went on the Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. Okay. Imagine a theater in the round, if you will. <laughs> also designed by H.R. Geiger. Imagine a pod, very much like those alien pods that we saw in X-Files, in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. There's something in there. When you sit down, you don't know. Okay. You sit down and... A regular theater, you just sit down. This one, there's restraints. Oh, God, no. Like a roller coaster restraint over mm-hmm. your shoulder. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? So it starts to th- this, like, wacky stage show with this, like, scientist saying, like, we have an alien. We cloned an alien. Look. And then things go bad. <laughs> the alien it escape. Oh no. And so lights are flashing and there's crashing and that you see the alien 
come out of the pod and then everything goes black and you feel breathing on your neck. Oh my God. You feel things go across your ankles. Oh my God. It was the worst experience. That's horrifying. Of my fucking life. And I don't think it lasted, I probably lasted only a couple of years because it was so terrifying. And it was in the middle of like Tomorrowland. That's horrendous. Yeah. That's awful. It closed, I think it turned into like a Stitch, Lilo and Stitch thing for a while. But it was still terrifying. Anyway. I would not have survived that. I had a panic attack going on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know there's still human uh, remains in Pirates of the Caribbean? Really? There's still one one skull left. Oh, my God. There used to be, when they first built it, um, they used to use all human remains. Wow. Because they were cheap. Yeah. And so they had to remove, I think, like, they removed and, like, buried the majority, but... From what I heard and read, there's still one skull that is an actual human remain left in there. Because, you know, when you, uh, back in the day, when you would buy human remains for super cheap, they were not from America. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyway. So if you go, maybe you got that weird ghost energy. Maybe it does have that weird ghost energy. Mm. Okay. Allison. They pull themselves up out of the hole (sighs) and onto the ice. A very convenient ladder brings them up. <laughs> and then things start to crack and crumble. Uh, uh-huh. And they see the science boobs fall into the earth. Yep. And then what should come out of this very large hole but mm. a spaceship? Uh, Hello. Hi, it's me, spaceship. So are you telling me that the spaceship was like a nursery? Yeah, that whole facility was a spaceship, which was like holding all of these peeps gestating aliens okay and then they're like oh no vaccine let's get out of here we got to go and then they go into independence day Uh and then jeff goldblum and will smith they shoot it down Mm -hmm. and then chris carter's like money please (laughs) the end uh and then we see scully uh, back at a hearing yes and she's like uh here's everything that happened to me and then the woman doing the hearing is like that's whack and then Scully's like, "What? Oh, you forgot? What? Scully has all this like these these horrible horrible uh, stories that sound absolutely buck wild. Uh huh. Um, but she has proof. Yeah, she's got proof. Can you tell me about that proof? Oh, she's got a little container, and inside is a little baby bee. <laughs> she's like, "Hey, here's everything you need to know, bitch. Here, a bee. Have this bee." <laughs> I'm right. Have this be. And then the woman's like, well, I don't know how we would even prove these claims. And Skelly's like, uh, if I'm not incorrect, there's a department of the FBI exactly for this. And then Skinner's like, oh, and Skelly. <laughs> and then he goes, and then Skelly drops the mic slash B and walks out. <laughs> and the glass breaks and the B gets out and kills everyone. <laughs> Uh, and then Skelly goes to talk to Mulder and she says, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to be a doctor. And he's like, you I'm should. I'm not going to be <laughs> a doctor. And then uh, he I'm going to be your partner. <laughs> Will you hive me? Oh, boy. I'm sorry. And then she says to Mulder, no, Mulder says to her, you should, you should go be a doctor. Don't be here with me. I'm a dummy. Um, You're wasting your time. Uh, he is correct. He's correct. He's a dummy. She's yeah. wasting her time. Uh-huh. And then she says, no, honey, I combed through all of that evidence and I'm sticking around because honey is, honey is sticky. Um, 
and I will stick. I'll be here with you, even if it means that I get abducted and proboscis. <laughs> and he does a little bee dance. A little bee. They do a little bee dance to signal that they're the X Files is reopened. The X Files is reopened. And then in our final scene, Ugh. we go to Tunisia. Tunisia, home of the Star War. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And they're in a big desert. Yep. Um, but well, it's not all desert. Sweet cron. <laughs> that sweet chronic. <laughs> Peaches and cream. Mm. Um, That's the strain I like, baby. They're all in a big field of corn. Yeah. And smoking man is there and he's smoking. He's like very upset because the desert is hot. Yeah, it's hot. For his complexion? No, thank you. <laughs> and he meets, I guess, the the white man? Who I think was credited as Tunisian. Ah, Mm. And he's, like, right out of fucking Indiana Jones. Yeah. And, and he's got a very small French mustache. Yeah. I don't know what kind of accent he's doing. A bad one. Can't tell. And he's like, one man can't fight the future. And then they look at the camera and they're like, that's the title of that's this That's the name movie. of the movie. And then... Uh, you can go now. A smoking man hands him a piece of paper. He says, I got this this morning. And it's a telegram. And it says, X-Files reopened. Stop. Please advise. Stop. And I'm <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think you're wrong. It said X Files reopen. Period. Please stop. Chris Carter, <laughs> stop. Please. And then they let it go to the ground, and we're back again. The end of the movie. Guess who's back? Back again. X Files back. Tell a friend about the podcast, not the show. No, not the show. It's a very bad show. But we made it, Courtney. Ah, 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 Courtney, uh, we made it uh, all the way through Fight the Future. Allison, I have seven more bones in my body now. <laughs> I've developed seven additional bones. I have Allison to celebrate this. Mm-hmm. I have a story for you. Okay, and I think it's a story that you will join in with. Oh yeah, Allison, should we tell the Spacey that's the time we met Chris Carter? Yes. Now, Allison, mm-hmm. there is a place in uh, East Van mm-hmm. called the Back. Uh, I, I feel oh. like either of the things that I'm going to say are going to be feel inappropriate whether or not they're true. Okay, why don't you say your things, then I'll Google The it. Back Door Gallery. No. Or the Back Alley Gallery. No, it's the Back Gallery Project. Okay. Oof. It's a small gallery. It is run by one Monica Reese. Yeah, Monica who, Reese, who is the, named after the character. Who is named no, after the character. character is named after her. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. They are, she is buds with Chris she's Carter. She's a friend of Chris Carter's. Um, and she's also buds with my auntie, mm-hmm. my aunt, who they work together. Now, uh, Monica brought, the real Monica, brought Mulder's desk and yeah. some props mm-hmm. uh, to the back gallery project and opened it up. And uh, my aunt Chris was like, hey, you two like X-Files? And we're like, no, we don't. You two- <laughs> and then she's like, you two do a podcast of the X-Files. We should go. So we so we booked and then we went. And uh, we found out. Day, day of. Day of. While we were like 30 minutes beforehand that uh, Juan Chris Carter was going to be there. And that the whole event was a meet and greet. <laughs> when Allison found this out, it was... I would say the worst time. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was very bad. I feel so bad. <laughs> now, you have to understand, Space Cadets, you might be very excited, but for two people talking shit about this man for three years, <laughs> this, like, even including on CBC Radio, uh-huh. with Gloria Makarenko, uh-huh. 
this is terrifying. Terrifying. Uh-huh. And obviously he has no idea who we are, but no. I don't, I don't, the, well, it was a couple of things. Yes, yes. One, a- any sort of meet and greet situation gives me terrible anxiety. Correct. It was a very small space. It was. when we. So we thought Allison would be okay. We thought I'd be okay. Because we thought, oh, it's going to be, there's going to be lots of people I could just mill around and look at the desk. I don't have to talk to you or look at this man. The, this misogynist. Yes. But we go in and it's just literally a line. Yeah. And Chris Carter's at the desk. And so Allison's like, I'm out. I Bye. bailed hard. What did you, while, while I was in meeting Chris Carter, what did you do? I walked around the uh, Strathcona Children's Interpretive Garden. Oh, that's very which nice. Which was really beautiful. That's great. And um, I really, I really like what they've done there. That's beautiful. I walked around a school and I read signs that children had written. And one of them said, nothing matters. And I said, you're right. Correct. <laughs> um, so I actually had a very nice time out in, out in the sunshine taking some photos. I was in line. <laughs> and, uh. There, it was very awkward because it was a meet and greet. Yeah. And um, people were buying stuff like $250 posters to get like Chris Carter to sign. And I was like, wow, this is a lot that people are like signing stuff. But I get it. Like, I mean, for a lot of people, he was very integral to their childhood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera whatever. Mm-hmm. They're blinded by the science. <laughs> and by science, I mean bullshit. So... My aunt starts also panicking and saying, what do we even say to this guy? And I'm like, I don't know. So my aunt, Chris, her name is Chris. She came up with the best opening icebreaker. (laughs) She shakes Chris Carter's hands and says, my name is also Chris. (laughs) That is perfect. And then that was it. That's much better than what I would have said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what would, hey, what would you have said? Well, your aunt did ask me if I had any questions that I, like, yes. she, she said, this is your chance. Like, do you have any questions that you would ask Chris Carter? And I said, there's only one question that I would want to ask this man, and that is, what's Shangela like? I don't think he would even know. I don't think he would know, A, who Shangela was, B, that she had been on his television show, or C, some of the horrible rhetoric that had been spouted in that self-same episode. <laughs> Transphobic rhetoric. Uh-huh. So, we get photos done. Uh-huh. I look visibly awkward. I will post some of these photos. Ooh, they're mwah, they're lovely. I sat down on Muller's desk. Uh-huh. It did smell like farts. Because I, of you? Yes, I did okay. fart in Muller's desk. <laughs> I had a nervous tummy. And I thought, you know what? The, the, actually, there were a couple like uh, people before us. Mm-hmm. Um, another podcast that is in the area. Monica actually had to say, like, tap them on the shoulder and like, Hey, let's get your picture. Let's go. But we spent about two minutes. I'm going to say one minute and 30 seconds with Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of those were not talking and taking pictures. So we were going to skedaddle. And Monica fucking race. Did did you dirty? Did me so dirty and threw me under the bus and said, don't you want to tell Chris about your podcast? I don't think Chris wants to hear about our podcast. And Chris, Christopher Carter, said... Oh, what is it called? Mm. And I told him, Allison. So, Chris Carter, if you're listening, <laughs> fuck off. I told him, and he's like, oh, what's it about? I said, you know, it's a feminist X-Files podcast, and I could see the terror behind his eyes. So he's not listening. So he's not going to listen. But also, fuck off. Uh, and then he's, I said, we're, we're just watching the movie, and... Then we're almost done. And he's like, you should do the lone gunman next. And he did some finger guns. And I'm like, ha ha, yes. And then we left. <laughs> and that is how I met Chris Carter. 
and Allison did not. I, yeah. I, again, like, not just Chris Carter, but any sort of celebrity oh, yeah. meet and greet situation gives me a total secondhand embarrassment and just, like, my own anxiety. But also, like, I don't need to... I don't need to let this man know that he means anything. I don't need to shake this man's hand. No. I didn't. It was great. Good. Did you do it like you put your hand through your hair instead and went like, no. too cool? My aunt Chris handled the ice breaking and the handshake. Oh, that's perfect. So that was good. That was good for ice me Ice breaking, handshaking. <laughs> Can't lose. <laughs> well, Courtney, you're very brave. I thank you. I thought so, too. I never want to do that again, though. No. <laughs> Unless, you know what? We've seen David Duchovny up close. Uh-huh. We've seen Chris Carter. We gotta... Yeah, I would totally, absolutely go meet Jillian Anderson. I was gonna say Mitch. Oh. Oh my god, Mitch! Huh? Would you... Would you... I would go meet Mitch. You would go meet Mitch. I would Mitch. go meet Mitch okay. at, in a heartbeat. Okay. That man's okay. raw sexual energy. <laughs> his... I need to be around that. I think you mean his BDE. I need to... I need some of his BDE to rub off on me. <laughs> you need to siphon it. <laughs> What's your secret, Mitch? Mm-hmm. What's your BDE secret? <laughs> Good. Okay. I have that pledge. We'll make it happen. Yeah, cool. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on our Fight the Future journey. It was a journey. Uh, remember, we- the future is bad, the past is bad, the present is bad. So go into space. <laughs> that's what the aliens did. Uh-huh. So, Allison, if they want to see horrible pictures of Chris Carter mm-hmm. or listen to all our other episodes of this podcast, what should they do? Space Cadets, you should um, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Double X Files. That's double spelt out D O U B L E. Or you can send us an email at Double X Files Podcast at gmail.com because we love to hear from you and we want to know just all sorts of stuff. We want to know what your BDE is all about. Is there something spooky going on in your neighborhood? Or your pants? Or your pants. <laughs> and you can also find us on Tumblr at Fuck Yeah Double X Files. Yeah. And we are hosted by the Major Cast Network, who we like very much. Yes, we like them. We're on an episode of this podcast. Allison? This one here. Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man, these people are very dumb? Hi, my name is Eric McAdams, and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest, and you, the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. That one. We were on it. Yeah, Eric was very nice. Yeah, we, we're really looking forward to it. And we learned some things. Yeah. Yes. So next week, next Tuesday, we're going to get into season six. Diving straight into season six. Damn. Damn. Happy anniversary, Allison. Happy anniversary, Courtney. Wow. Yay. Here's to at least two more years of this bullshit. We're going to make it. After all. Until next time. The truth is out there. We're gonna make it after all. Probably. Maybe. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.